That. I, I know that uh, that Gary kind of jokes around about it a lot, um, and it's, it's kind of like funny to, to see you guys kind of like go head to head. And I know, I know you guys are like really good friends, but your relationship with D Rock, I think yeah. like one of the things you see like Daily V fans are gonna be fucking hyped for this episode right now. But you know, you you work alongside D Rock and all these other editors and everything. But your relationship with him, I think like Gary sometimes like will jokingly talk about you guys like, like pit you guys against each other kind of yeah. thing. But I know that you guys are probably, I would imagine, are kind of like uh, have like a brother relationship. Like it's all friendly and competitive. Can you talk to, to that relationship and, and what that's like? And do you guys kind of like push off each other? And, and how, how real is that competition? Because I feel like there's kind of a little bit of competition. A little bit, right? A thousand percent, right. Yeah. And it's cool to see. And I remember like the one day where like, I saw like this video that you did. And I've seen both sides. Sometimes like he'll put some shit out. I'll be like, oh, fuck. Like how's he going to respond? And then, like, a week or two later, I'll see, like, yours. I'll be like, that's amazing. So what's that relationship like? And, uh, and what, what is that experience like when you're working alongside people that are so talented? And people are kind of, I would imagine it's kind of scary. People are sort of coming for your position. They want to be the next Tyler. They want to be the next D-Rock. Yeah. So what's that relationship like with him? And then how do you, how do you grow from each other? Yeah. So that's a good one, by the way. That's a fucking fire question. They don't ask that on the other questions. They other they don't, and it's a good one. That's so how you know I'm real as fucking my this. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so it's similar to to the thing I said earlier about surrounding yourself with people that are that are better than you and, and attacking. Um, so a thousand percent, D Rock has become one of my best friends. We have a very much of a brother relationship. Um, that being said, we hate each other 98% of the time because we are like, it's so intense of how much I think both of us want to prove we're better than the other guy. Um, and you've gotten better together, which is definitely because cool, it's like, he gets better, you get better. He gets better, you get better. Right? That's, that's the thing. That's it's dope. It's funny. If I like really, if we, if you look at some of the best episodes in Daily V history, it's been when D-Rock and I are like going at it. Of yeah. like trying to Are you like actually fighting though or no no, no not yeah. not at all but but it's like he puts out you know a fire episode and I'm like cool I gotta fire back as hard as I can and so like I'll do something really different and crazy and then he's like no nah, fuck that I'm gonna be number one and so he does something different and crazy and it's actually I think it's been the best thing that could have happened for Daily V because we take two people that are like good at making videos and we're just like punching each other back and forth yeah. trying to like get that number one spot. Do you think you um, did that on purpose? I don't know if it was on purpose now, but he definitely uh, encourages it now. Yeah. And so, like, he does, it's you know. beneficial to him. Well, yeah, you'll notice, you know, he's always making references of, um, of trying to pit us against each other and, and make better episodes. Even off camera a lot of times, there's this funny moment when uh, Gary and I were in Amsterdam. And he was like, you see that episode? D-Rock put out and I was like no and he's like I think it's his best work ever and he's like I'm mainly just saying that to try and piss you off <laughs> and so it's like then I think I made one of my best episodes ever um, yeah. so 100% I think I think it's actually something you should try and force yourself into I, I for whenever I was growing up was very selfish and was like I don't want to like hang out with other creatives you're going to steal my ideas or something like mm -hmm. that but now D-Rock and I have a very like collaborative process and we spend so much time around each other and we're like exposed to the same thing so it's interesting to see like the different directions we go um d-rock is like i'm eternally grateful to him because like he had the spot first and mm -hmm. i've learned an insane amount from him um and definitely wouldn't be anywhere near where i'm at now if it wasn't for for him pushing me yeah um but yeah, I think that's that's a situation you should try and find yourself in. Find someone who's better than you that you can like really sort of go toe to toe with, 
and yeah. uh, and that'll push you into like really crazy new areas. So you guys obviously have great compositional skills and great cameras and all that stuff, but the editing. I think the editing is where you and Dira, <laughs> where, where the competition is, right? Yeah. So uh, can you maybe talk to that and like what's your process like when you take like an eight, you know, you're out filming all this footage. Yeah. How do you even begin to, to break that down? Editing, editing, editing. Fuck, editing is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Because you can <laughs> take that. you can take that that eight hour you know batch of footage, give it to five different editors, and get five dramatically different products. And that's that's really cool. So much of the storytelling happens in uh, in the editing, um, and, and it's funny because like as for you know like the composition skills and like exposure and all that stuff is really it's just expected like you shouldn't be allowed to get in the door if you don't have those things yeah. and then it's like the, the editing and the storytelling is that's like the secret sauce right lots of people especially now with how like fucking cameras are getting you can like tape a camera to someone's forehead and like have them walk around new york city and they're going to get cool footage right yeah. um but the the editing workflow, I mean, if we're going to get technical with Daily V, it's constantly, it's always evolving too because editing is great and I love it, but it's really easy to get into like a really not fun funk with editing when you're just like chopping clips in Premiere for fucking 14 hours a day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's easy to get burnt I out. I like hour podcasts. Going yeah. Every- and you start like <laughs> losing it. You know yeah. what I mean? And so... I am always testing out new things. Sometimes I edit the episodes in reverse, so I start at the end of the day and like work backwards. There's uh, one episode where literally all the footage actually plays in reverse from the end of the day forward. Like oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. I'll, I'll do anything I can to like make it fun. <laughs> you know, if it, yeah. if like I feel like I'm getting into that weird place. Uh, but how it is sort of at this current moment is we're sort of simplifying uh, the day a little bit more. Whenever you know, if, if we were looking at this a year ago, D-Rock was mainly filming and I was mainly editing, and we had an amazing workflow. It was one of the most painful, like, six or seven months of my life because it was literally D-Rock filmed all day. At, like, 9 o'clock at night, he was handing me memory cards from the day. I would offload. I'd watch all the footage because I didn't know what, what had happened that uh, day. Like, so I, I have, the, yeah. right, like, I have Gary's schedule, but right. I still have to watch all of it. So from 9 until 4 in the morning, I just watch all the footage and pull out That's the clips insane. I like, <laughs> sleep for three hours, wake up at 7, get back to the office, and then have about five to eight hours to do the edit, uploading the episode around 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, Damn. take 30 minutes to rest, <laughs> D-Rock hands me memory cards again. And it was that seven days a week for six or seven months. Wow. It was terrible. It was it was amazing, but it was terrible yeah. because D-Rock and I just, I knew how he was filming. He knew how I was editing. We had this like fucking ballet dance of like creating daily episodes that was yeah. so insane. And even if you go back and watch that batch, I think it's from like episode 90 to episode like 170, somewhere in there, like that chunk of time. There's something about, like, the flow of those episodes that's still just, like, so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it used to be going through, picking out a clip from every single, uh, or picking out, like, a little piece of every clip that D-Rock would film. We used to want to show every single meeting, every single handshake, every single selfie, and all that stuff. And now we're at a place where it's, like, cool. Everyone's seen that. So let's take the three best moments, which, and now it's, like, Whatever we film, D-Rock and I are editing our own footage, or Iris or whoever's jumping in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, we have a much better idea of what happened that day. Right. And so I will – I'll sort of know, 
you know, at the end of the day after filming, I'll know what the episode's about, like right. already in my head. Yeah. And I can go through, I quickly pull out the the two or three, like in general, like the way it plays in my head is like opening sequence for, you know, a minute to a minute and 45 seconds, which is like where I get to like stunt on my edit of like, I just do like a cool edit, like music yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's usually the opening montage of a city or, or you something. you do like the, the pops. I mean, you guys did that for a little Yeah, like, well, or like lately I've been using like shutter clicks to like, that, um, yeah. and so like that gets you into like the first act, right? Yeah. Which usually will go into the first um, two to six minute section that's like the keynote or the meeting or like whatever it is. And then in general, I'll do a second uh, like interlude breakdown of another cool montage thing. I'll throw music, I'll time lapse, you know, certain meetings, whatever it may be, right. um, into the second main act, which is the next two to six minutes, whatever it may be. Right. And then the final, like wrap it all together. Normally D-Rock and I both have a similar thing we like to do. It's like, that's where we bring in the more like emotional music or whatever yeah. with voiceover. And then it's like the highlight B-roll moments. Yeah. And like, that's, that's an episode. Right. Um, sometimes it changes. Sometimes we're like, this 20 minute meeting was fire. So like, just play that 20 minute meeting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's. The thing about like being on Gary's team and working on this is no two days are the same. We're we're constantly breaking our own patterns and and trying new things and figuring out what's working, what's not working. I think that's why the content is able to stay so fresh, even though we're putting out a fucking obnoxious amount of it. Um, it's because we're never we're never doing the same thing twice. It's yeah. always breaking those patterns, doing something new. Yeah. That's the fucking greatest answer like ever. Right. Let's wrap this up. You've been so gracious with your time. Thank you so much, man. The more I do this podcast, the more I realize that like people are like they put their pants on like one leg at a time and everyone's just normal. Like I feel like if Gary walked in here right now, I'd be like, oh fuck, that's Gary Vaynerchuk. But I wouldn't like lose my mind. Yeah. But uh really you are you are a huge influence to me. Um it's been super cool to do this. This has been a lot of fun. This is like bucket list for sure. So where can people find you online? Uh, I know you have, a, you have a badass Instagram handle. And in Twitter, is it all the same one? Is it? No, I, I need to actually put in work and try and get Babin on, on Twitter and just across the board. Um, like some, like, billionaire. I know. I finally, it, it took me long enough. I finally locked down uh, Babin on Instagram, which is just B-A-B-I-N. Um, and then I think Twitter's Tyler underscore Babin. Facebook's bad. I, I don't know. Find me on Instagram. That's yeah. that's the only platform I really care about at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I'm on YouTube. I'm I'm trying to upload vlogs occasionally or like little passion projects go up on there. Cool. Um, pretty much just search my name. You'll you'll find me. Awesome, dude. It's been great. This is awesome. Much love, respect, Michael. Michael. Thanks for checking out this episode of Meet the Creatives. If you enjoyed it, uh, make sure you add me on Instagram, Meet the Creatives NY, and let me know your thoughts. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Have a wonderful day. Peace.